The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Despite the fact that the Qatar World Cup is just around the corner, there is one sporting story dominating the headlines today, and it is the fallout from that Cristiano Ronaldo interview with Piers Morgan. Take a listen. I don't know what's going on, but since since the um, Sir Alex Ferguson left, I saw not evolution in the club. The progress was zero. They buy, they bring sport directive Ralph Regnick, which is something that nobody understands. This guy is not even a coach. A bigger club like Manchester United bring sport directive. Surprise not only me, but all the world. You know, nothing changed. Surprisingly, not only the pool, the jacuzzi, even the gym. They stop in a, in a time which is, is surprised me a lot. They're trying to force you out. Yes, not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. At uh, the senior executive level. Yes, that I felt betrayed. And uh, you think they're trying to get rid of you? Honestly, I should not say that, I don't know, but listen, I, I don't care, I'm always, people should listen to true. Yes, I feel betrayed and I felt that some people that don't want me here, not only this year, but last year too. Yeah, that was Cristiano Ronaldo uh, being interviewed by Piers Morgan. Uh, John Bruin, the football journalist, is with me now. Uh, John, what game is afoot here? I mean, is Cristiano Ronaldo just getting things off his chest or what does he want? Hi, Kieran. Yeah, um, I think the what we're talking here is that Cristiano Ronaldo really wants to leave Manchester United, uh, has found it difficult to get out of Manchester United. If you recall over the summer, um, Ronaldo and his agent, sorry, super agent, I should give him his full title, uh, George <laughs> Mendes, um, were, were, were shipping him around to just about every club that they could find in the Champions League. And, and that's where Cristiano thinks he belongs. Um, and unfortunately for him, that, that move didn't happen. He's had to play for a manager, Eric Ten Hag, who is a disciplinarian uh, and he's also a utilitarian. And he doesn't have much use for a 37-year-old um, let's not call him has been, but a player whose day, best days are behind him and isn't prepared to pl- play within his style of play. And so the nuclear button was pressed. That nuclear button is called Piers Morgan <laughs> on a on a lesser watched TV show, I should say, actually. Uh, and uh, I think this is a good deal for Piers Morgan, but um, it's caused all types of problems for Manchester United. But at the same time, uh, their response to it has been fairly... Um, if not glib, just, you know, OK, let's find the full facts. As far as I can gather, them finding out the full facts of this affair is watching this uh, special over two days on Talk TV. So, I mean, what do you suspect is going to happen? I mean, is this kind of the fa- final nail in the coffin? Is there any way back? Uh, will he be gone in the January transfer window? You'd have to expect that any... Any footballing logic would suggest that he's played his last game for Manchester United. Mm. Mostly because you can't go out and criticise a manager in public and then expect to play for them again. That makes a manager, Eric Ten Hag, who's new to the English game, new to the Premier League, new to a club like Manchester United, makes him look weak. Now, one thing that we have learned about Eric Ten Hag, uh, someone who you wouldn't say is someone that gives a lot of himself away, but he's, he's, he has shown he's a he's a hard character... Um, and he's a determined character, and I can't see that he's prepared to put a, put up with Cristiano Ronaldo being around. 
where will he go though? I know there was uh, talk of some Champions League league clubs sniffing around him at, at the start of the year. Now, how true that is, we we don't know. We kind of take the word of so-called super agent or his useful idiots, maybe. Um, <laughs> but where, where where might he go now? Well, well, this is the this is actually the issue that that Ronaldo has in the. A Cristiano Ronaldo of a decade ago could go anywhere he wanted to whoever was prepared to pay the money. But that club doesn't exist. And there have been clubs like uh, Atletico who have looked at him. The fans said, we're not interested. Napoli, I mean, perhaps dodged the bullet of all time because they were heavily linked with Ronaldo, didn't take him, and now running away with Serie A. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to want to take him. Um, and, and so... At this point, Ronaldo's dream of returning to the Champions League, there was some talk of Sporting Lisbon, but they seem to be doing okay without him. Do, does he does he take the money from the Middle East? Does he look at America? These are the normal options for, for players of mm. his age and his status of, of, of leagues looking to sell themselves. I but, I, I, but within that interview, I believe there is some sort of men, mention of Saudi Arabia, and you know, I did turn down money from them. Um Money can't be the issue, but it, it does appear to be a stumbling block. It, it, like I know people will criticise him for, you know, to borrow a phrase from cycling, for spitting in the soup. But is there anything to the criticisms? You know, privately, uh, might people kind of say, "Well, actually, you know what? You know, United behind the scenes hasn't really moved on from Ferguson. He's kind of right in that regard." Oh yeah, I mean, listen, um, uh, you, you could you could say that, that what he said in public to, to Piers Morgan is, is something that a lot of the fans would, uh, would they would agree with that, you know, and, and uh, that, that lifting of the, the lid behind the scenes to the fact that the jacuzzi hasn't changed since 2009. <laughs> well, I, I think that, I think most Manchester United fans would, would expect that to be the case because the Glazers are not owners known for lavishing on new builds. Old Trafford hasn't really changed since they've come to the club. Um, but all those are concerns that all Manchester United fans have had for ages. And it does feel that Ronaldo is using those to, for his own ends rather than, uh, you know, speaking as the voice of the fans. And one of the things he said in that interview that, that has come out so far is, you know, I know the fans will back you. Well, I'm not sure that's the case because United fans, like most clubs fans, are, are loyal to the manager until the manager becomes well, uh, invalid as a manager, you'd say. But um, Ten Hagers turn the team around from a disastrous start of the season, which involved Ronaldo. And they're playing good football, good win at Fulham yesterday. There's the signs of development there. And one of the signs of development and signs of progress is that Cristiano isn't in the team and they don't have this old guy slowing them down. And I think he's chosen his moment very poorly because the petulance is shown on the sideline, the, you know, some of the behaviour, and this in particular, um, if, if you if you if you consider yourself a true Manchester United fan, you probably think Ronaldo is among the best players that's ever played for the club. But you probably think he's a bit of a wally as well. <laughs> well, let me ask Al Foran because Al is an impressionist. He's presenter of Al Foran's Goalmouth on Goal Out. Manchester United super fan. Al is Ronaldo a bit of a wally. <laughs> um. You know, at the moment, the last year or two, Kieran, yeah, I, I, I do think he's been acting the Wally. Um, let's not take away the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo from 2003 to 2009, uh, Manchester United was a phenomenon. Um, and I touched upon this yesterday on Twitter. I said that, you know, 
uh, United, oh, they gave him the platform to become the player that he is today. And I think that interview yesterday, he, he was he was spitting in the faces of Manchester United and their fans, in my opinion. And Sir Alex Ferguson, even though I think in the interview he's claimed that Sir Alex and him are, are still on very good terms, even though he's, you know, all, any, all the stuff he's done in the last few weeks, if, if Ferguson was the manager, he'd have been gone a month ago, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. It, it really is because... Um, you know, he's he's arguably one of our the best players that's ever played at this club. And for him to I suppose stay in his legacy like that, it's yeah, it's it's a little disheartening. He like you, you say he was one of the best players and you talk about the the original stint. Mm. you really get a sense that Ronaldo's kind of an old man raging against the dying of the light a little yeah. bit, isn't he? Well well the truth of it is we play far better without him. Uh, we're far more fluid. We play with more intensity. I feel as if the players, um, a lot of the creative players in the team uh, dropped their game a little bit when Ronaldo was playing because they're always trying to look for him in the box. He's too slow with regards to time in his runs. I just, I, I find it very much with the likes of Dallo and Bruno Fernandes, who are his international teammates. I feel as if their game kind of drops while he's playing. For the team, uh, most of the players' games drops when when he's uh, starting. I think I think we play far better without him. Um, I'm, I've actually looked at Anthony Martial this season, and when we play with him up front, we're far better. And I have been a critic of Martial in the past, mm. but I think um, he obviously Ten Hag has has been in his ear and told him that you know, listen, you're you're good enough to start up front for this club, and you need to realise that. And, and um, yeah, like Ronaldo's obviously in in great nick. Uh, for his age, yeah. but but there's no way he's the player he was, and that that's the problem. No. His for people who maybe don't follow football, I mean, his style of play and his his strength was based very much on on athleticism. Yeah, and when yeah, that well, begins to fade, I mean, he doesn't have. Well, sorry, I might say he doesn't have much to fall back on. It makes it sound like he's skillless, but I mean, in terms of his contribution to teams, he doesn't have a huge amount to fall back on because that's what it was no. premised on. Well, and and it's yeah, and and it's it's proof as well that he can't really uh, keep up with the intensity of the Premier League now at his age at thirty seven. He'd be thirty eight next February, you know, and and that that happens. I mean, he he came from Syria to the Premier League, which is with regards to intensity, Syria is not as you know, it's not as fast paced as the Premier League, and you saw that with Lukaku, who came from Inter to Chelsea and is now back at Inter. You know, s- some leagues are suited to certain players, and I think Ronaldo. I'd, I'd say he'd probably do well in the Serie if he was to go back there again. But as you, you were talking about, where does he go? I don't know where he goes because, I mean, the proof of him playing for United at the moment and basically providing nothing and slowing them down, slowing the whole team down. I'm sure other managers around Europe are looking at that and thinking, mm. no, that'll be detrimental to our squad, you know? So has he ruined his reputation now for fans like you? I mean, let's imagine he he, he moves away to whatever club. He goes to the MLS or he goes yeah. to the Middle East or he goes to China. He does something, finds a home in Europe, who knows? Mm. And he plays for another year, 18 months, whatever it happens to be. Could you see him back in Manchester United kind of, you know, glad handling in 5, 10, 15 years' time like he's see a, a lot of former players doing or is that it? I don't know. It's it's hard to say at the moment. 
I think things are just so uh, <laughs> things are so heated at the, the moment. The pain oh, is so raw so. for you, Al. Is that it? Oh, yeah, it's it's raw. It's raw at the moment. I I I could I hope he kind of cops on to himself and and realizes how silly this is, and especially you know doing this doing this interview with you know someone like Piers Morgan who is listen the less said about him the better. But um, yeah, I think you know it's it's it does stain his reputation a little. I mean, what bugged me was you know basically stating he doesn't respect the current manager Eric Ten Hag who is doing a great job at the moment and um, he's really getting us going again and also he decided to bash Wayne Rooney about his looks a former teammate of his and uh, the club's record goal scorer you know a guy who he's won Premier Leagues with he won an FA Cup with him he won a Champions League so I just think it's I don't know he's um He's very petty at the moment. I mean, mm. as well, he's ignoring Gary Neville, who constructively criticised him on yeah. Sky Sports, and he refused to shake his hand. You know, there's this whole thing going around. Oh, you won't get a Christmas card from Ronaldo this year. There's there's a massive list building up on the, <laughs> yeah. the, the non Christmas cards from Ronaldo at the moment. But um, it speaks. Yeah, to a, I think it speaks to a bit of a, a lack of class. I think a little bit. Uh, maybe some Ronaldo diehards might disagree. But uh, listen, thanks a million for joining us. Al Foran, uh, you would hear on Al Foran's Goalmouth uh, on Go Loud and John Bruin as well was with us, uh, the football uh, journalist. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.